Zach. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Over the Bridge podcast. Um, my name is Bilal and we're all here today. Everyone say hi. Yo, what's going on? Hello everyone. Hello. <laughs> what is with this hello, man? I don't know, man. Tom, why? Hello. Uncle hello every time. Hello. hello. <laughs> Tommy Dyer's just turned into Uncle Tom now, man. He's got two Pause. distinct personalities. Like yeah, Uncle Thomas. Yeah, Uncle yeah, Tom man. doesn't Pause. work. It doesn't, definitely Tom doesn't work. work. Uncle Kwame and Tommy Dyer. Uncle Kwame. Yeah. Uncle Kwame. Kwame. I like that, actually. Yeah. Uncle Kwame. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah. How's everyone doing? Bro, I'm so tired. Tired. Same. It's this weather, isn't it? Anti-black. Take anti your echinacea, girl. ladies and gents. Listen to this me. Weather, yeah, everyone sounds like they got a cold as well. I'm mm, recovering like, from one. Oh, is it? Yeah. Like, the amount of people I met this week that were like, oh, I'm ill. So, yeah, I'm on that time of, It's coming up to winter now, man. Bro, I stepped out the house and the, the way that the just rain slapped my face. Like, it didn't, <laughs> it weren't falling vertically. It was slapping. <laughs> like, it hit my face. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. I need uh, to go get that flu jab or something because flu jab. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I had a flu jab since like I thought only I old people did that. Yeah. Only nah, for old people got flu jabs. Actually, at work they said, listen, because a lot of people at work were kind of really like messed up last year. Wow. Oh. We do have a lot of old people. To be fair, older people, I should say. But oh, um, yeah, so they were like giving out free flu jabs. So I'm just gonna go and get one soon. Fair enough. Yeah, man. And go to Holland and Barrett's and stock up on. The, yeah, definitely get some echinacea and all of them things there, man. Yeah. All this self care, this is cute. How are you, Bella? I'm good, man. Had a had a good week. Um, it's been my first week like off. So since I finished my job this week, I wasn't like not working at all. Didn't have like a single day of work. So nice. I was just just chilling, man. Caught mm. up with everyone. It's nice, bare different people. Went to watch Black Klansman, which was oh, yeah. that film knocked me for six, man. I thought it was trash. trash Why? Trash, trash, trash. Really? We'll do a podcast about yeah. it. We, will, yeah. we need to. I'm, okay. Wait, but it's it? trash. I haven't seen really? it, but I've heard two extremes. I've heard like, I thought it was good amazing. and I've heard it was whack. Wow. What, like wickedy, wickedy, whack. Like, I, I was vexed when I came out of the cinema. Well, I spent the money on it. I'm I'm baffled. I'm in between you two. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, like, wow, it's making me mad thinking about it now. So let's not get into it. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't. My nostrils are flaring and everything, as, bro. So I, was, <laughs> I don't dislike it as much as you say. And it's ridiculous. Kind of in my mind it's a so bit. stupid. All right, the, I'll just say one thing that for me is like it just it just covers everything. The 1970s, yeah, a police department in the 1970s. There was one racist police police officer in. The police department. That's what, mm. what the film was trying to sell to everybody. No, it wasn't. Like, th were there any other? There was okay, one. There was one racist police officer in a 1970s police department in the United States What's in Colorado Springs. I don't. I don't. Ridiculous. Think, I don't think that was the whole film. No, 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 no. But like, like if that, that's what vexed you so much. No, no, no. That's not the whole film. But I'm saying that in and of itself, like that very premise, in and of itself, is ridiculous. Like from that point onwards, wow. it's just like. That, this is I, rubbish. Rubbish. I, I would highly recommend that people watch the film. Yeah, watch it, but don't spend your money on it. Wow. No, I didn't spend money. I went for free. You went for free, so you, you didn't waste any money. I didn't actually I, spend I any money. I paid to mm. see it, and, and yeah, there were a lot of holes missing in terms of a backstory that could have been better. Wow. But the actual story, though, I enjoyed, and the storyline, even yeah. though there were holes along the way, didn't I make enjoyed sense. it. The story mm. didn't, didn't make sense. But that's a, but we won't do this now. Let's go watch no, it again the together. Is, the fact that it's based on a real story. Yeah, but the thing is that there was probably a lot of unimaginable shit, right? That Spike Lee couldn't even. That's come up what, with. like, that's the reason why I didn't walk out the cinema because I was like, this is based on something true. So let me just. But this is not making sense to me. This is not making sense. Like the way that they dressed up racism in that film was like literally how white liberals treat racism. I. It's just 
KKK and nothing else. Yeah. Like there's no like white liberal racism. There's no passive aggressive, like passive aggressive behavior. There isn't any implicit bias. There's no institutional racism. There's one black police officer, sorry, one racist police officer in the, in the whole entire department. So they haven't even addressed institutional racism. Rubbish, no, no, you know rubbish. I, I, I think, I think it's hard. It would be hard for anyone to convey that level of detail in that finite amount of time. But, but they Spike, could have been it's done supposed better, to be Spike Lee, right? guys. No, I know, I know. Well, well, yeah, I understand. That. <laughs> All right, I, let's, I understand. Let's hold this know. one. Yeah, but this is, we need, we need there's a lot to unpack. We could go and watch it, man. Yeah, yeah quick, man. We could all, all, all have a discussion. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't lie. When, when, when is the criticism that made me think? Do you know what? I'm not going to watch this. I'm just going to allow it. Just stream it, man. Don't hand over your coins. I was vexed. Anyway, let's let's get on to what we want to talk about today. What we really want to talk about today. So this week, um, this week, BBC Question Time. Our good friend George the poet. Shout out George. Shout out George. Always, always shout out George. George was on Question Time. For anyone that hasn't seen Question Time, once again as well. It is a been on before. Yeah, he's been on a couple of times now. It's a um, it's a BBC show where essentially they have like. Um, an audience that asks people questions and the people on the panel are normally politicians and then like someone else from who's not a politician, right? That's mm-hmm. like typically, mm-hmm. yeah. But my, surely most people know what questions are. Okay, I guess it's something. No, not everyone would know what questions are. International, right, international viewers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's usually... But usually random yeah. people in Madagascar. So someone good. in the Shout government. out Madagascar, man. Yeah. <laughs> shout um, out all of them. Shout out Ghana, innit? They're repping. Yeah, they're repping, man. I think I even saw Burundi as well, you know? Bruv, I don't know how these people are finding this podcast. But whoever you are, please say hello. Pick up yourselves, man. But yeah, so question time. George was on question time this week. And a point was raised by someone from the audience, and um, uh, people are already smirking in this room, man. A point was raised by someone in the audience that implied that George was wrong, and racism in the UK isn't that big of a deal. And that actually, Britain, whilst being a racist society... No, but he didn't even really, he didn't even concede to that. He just said... It's the least the racist least, country in yes. Europe. So whilst the being, lesser of evils, you know? Yeah, so whilst acknowledging that there is some racism in, in Britain, mm. the point was made that Britain is less racist than other countries. Mm. Can, I, can I just, because just full disclaimer, like full disclosure even, I, I haven't watched it. I, haven't I didn't watch it. Either. I've only seen the clips mm. and I've seen the fallout on Twitter. I, I waded into it. it a little bit as well with my, my own takes. Can someone give me a little bit of context? Though? Like, What was George's... The point George was making. Tom, what are you talking to me for? Because you you actually saw it. Yeah, I did. So, so <laughs> well, I didn't watch all of it, but I watched it in bits mm. in, in, and Bob. But um, I think the 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 point of the George was talking. Um, I can't actually remember to be honest because it's a trap. Not that question time. I don't watch it anymore. But look, the the I think it was to do with the fact that the issues of racism that people go through and stuff like that. And then I think he was alluding to the stop and search situation and things mm. like that. And yeah, people, what happened outside kind of, house? Yeah, there was yeah. this whole kind of hoo-ha and then someone comes in and says, oh, uh, but Britain isn't that racist. And then someone chimes in and says, you're a white man. How can you talk about Britain? Why did you can yeah. even chime in and talk about racism? Yeah, yeah, it kind yeah. of just went into this. It was a Muslim guy. Yeah, that's right. It just went into this whole furor and just talking about that, which obviously makes um, Jonathan Dimbleby... Was it David? One of the Dimbleby brothers, and you know the government and the opposition. You know, you, that's how you know how question time works. Yeah, yeah. Someone from the government, someone from the opposition, someone from the liberals, who, mm-hmm. whoever they are, and, and then usually a guest, mm-hmm. someone from a newspaper. Sometimes they're they're nice with their choice. I.e., they'll pick someone from the Times 
or The Guardian, then they'll pick someone like from The Sun or The Daily Mail and they'll do it and da 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 and they do it each Thursday. And question time, I might just say, is it's interesting to listen to, but it's just a bunch of trash because it's blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, this is what we need to go and say. And then yet nothing gets done about anything that's said on question time. It's literally just... Um, like a Punch and Judy show. It's just like a, almost like a puppet show of, mm. oh, this is how much we know and this is how much you care about. And actually, when you try to address real points, um, people often, people don't really want real smoke on that show. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot Trying of, to tell the party line. Like because... the first time George, or not the first time, but I remember the first time I saw him and I watched Question Time, mm. he was talking to Dr. Liam Fox, who was the Defence Secretary, and talking about, okay, so you're talking about the, the ethical... Uh, responsibility that the UK has relative to, you know, or, or they should be telling countries like Saudi Arabia what to do, then how come you have an arms deal with them, for example? Mm-hmm. You don't want smoke. So, you, you know, that's the problem with question time. A lot of it is very um, superficial. They glaze over but things and stuff. Isn't that just a reflection of, like, well, politics in general? Po- politi- yes. Political, and yes. not even just political, but just like um, our society and... and the discussions we have around it, like British society has a tendency to pat its back, pat its, yeah. its own back all the time. I talk about how progressive and how liberal it is. Oh, yeah. But they're just afraid to have a real conversation. Conversations. Like, let's conversations. actually talk about what's going on. Like, um, okay. and this was just another, I think, like this episode, like this, what happened uh, with that guy. I don't even remember his name. Um, but, like, when you say something like that, what do you hope to achieve? So, Britain. Isn't as is, is the least racist country in Europe. Okay. And then someone, I remember the next day, someone, I, let me find the tweet now. Mm. But someone the next day, you know, was backing Found him evidence. up and, and was like tweeting like, all, this, all yeah. these data points or whatever. Oh, it's yeah. like, okay, re, like, let's, we're not even going to get onto the data side of that yet on your evidence for Britain being the least racist country in Europe. But what, what, what do you hope to achieve by that? Like, I feel like it's just an automatic just deflection. It's a derailment of the discussion of what is actually happening in the UK. Because mm-hmm. why do we, like, like George was saying, um, so if, uh, let's talk about the other thing, the other big thing that's in the news at the moment, the Me Too movement and Brett Kavanaugh. If uh, someone came out and said, okay, look, um, like someone, um, someone prominent in the UK, or basically someone that's survived sexual harassment or whatever in the UK comes out and says X, Y, and Z, this happened to me, this is my story, and everybody's like, this is wrong. Someone then goes and says, okay, yeah, but like sexual harassment isn't as bad as it is in the United States. So like, why are we even having this discussion? Like, it's just, it's, bullshit, it's ridiculous. It's utterly like... Okay, so some people would, would say that it's important that we do celebrate and recognize that where we've progressed in order to see that there is change being made. No. 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 Um, well, if anybody wants to celebrate anything, let the people that are traditionally subjected to racism and oppression be the ones that are celebrating. Because what, 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 if you're a white person, what are you celebrating? What are you celebrating? Tell me what, like, how does it affect you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, let the people that are actually traditionally sufferers of racism, oppression or whatever, be the ones to say, okay, look, we've done well. It's not for you to... You, you're literally doing the basics. Like, the bar is set so low. Wait, man, I said basics is the same way Coco says from the bean to the bar. <laughs> bean <laughs> to the bar. <laughs> that <for chocolate laughs> basics, bro. Bean like, to the you're bar. literally doing... For you to say that it's less racist than Greece or Italy or them places there, that's nothing to celebrate, cuz. That's nothing to celebrate. I'm sorry, it's not. Yeah, no, it's, mm. it's, it's kind of like... By him saying... 
Actually, finish, finish. I no, need you to finish, I'm, bro. I'm, I need you to I'm, finish. I'm, I'm like, it actually is making me mad that my head is swimming because it's like, what are you talking about? Please. Mm. And then, okay, so let's go on to the, the tweet that this guy had and he had all this data. Like, let me find it quickly because I'm still, because I qu- quote tweeted it and I'm still getting retweets now because basically I just read him for filth, innit? <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Let me, just wheel, let me just wheel up these tweets quickly. <laughs> so this is what he said, yeah? Tom Howard. Tom Howard. Um, I'm, I feel like I should know who he is. Journalist and commentator. He's a liberal, apparently. Love that, you know? <laughs> anyway, so this is what he tweeted. So someone on BBC Question Time was shouted down for saying the UK is one of the least racist societies because he is white. Let's look at the data rather, uh, sorry, let's look at the data rather than anecdotes, shall we? What a cheeky little, anyway. And then in his data, right? Let's see the source, Pew Research Center, amazing. Right, so views of Muslims more negative in Eastern Eastern and Southern Europe, fantastic. Okay, so 72% of people in Hungary have unfavorable views of Muslims in their country compared to 28% in the UK. Right. So when you answer a survey, right, and this is what I was saying, you get given a survey and it basically asks you, essentially, are you racist? Especially if you if you live in the UK, we know how racism works in the UK. It's insidious. Like it's it's what's the word? It's um, it's latent and it's insidious. It's not open and in your face. Covert. People know what to say when they're answering these kind of questions. If someone comes up to you and says, "Are you a bigot?" You're gonna be like, yeah, man. I like, don't ma- think a question would be worded like that. No, 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 no but that's but... what but that's what it's saying. It's like, do you have unfavorable views about Muslims? Mm. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people in the UK that do, mm. but they won't say it mm. because they know that's not the right thing to say. Mm. And they've even convinced themselves that they aren't racist. Or I should say or they're not or Islamophobic. I should, I should say politically correct thing to say. That's exactly. what, what it so is. What so yeah. what you're saying is essentially these these the, the stats that we're using are just just wrong. It's well, no, like it, the way I mean, look, the, the the way you take, first of all, the way you even I, I always question how you even take surveys and these kind of polls of these kind of views. This isn't a question that's asked in the census that everyone who is above I mean, at the age of eighteen, who is a legal citizen in the country, is required to take. It's a survey they go around to a bunch of people, maybe a thousand people, maybe ten thousand people, which is a pin drop. Um, of the proportion of this country and they ask them about their views and then they say this is representative of everyone which is which is mathematically it's a load of bollocks anyway so it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. even if you try and sample according to uh, uh, you know you try and make it proportional according to gender make it a proportional according to ethnicity or something mm. it still doesn't add up mm-hmm. if you understand so first of all there's that inherent bias when you look at statistical numbers uh, the statistical facts quote unquote anyway that's my my issue with it. So I don't when we when you ask about facts and opinions relating to race and these kind of things, I don't believe it because there Listen, is there's a, there's a bias. If you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna conduct a survey about racism and discrimination, right? We already know that most white people they don't fully acknowledge that racism exists because when we talk about it, we often get shouted down that it's all in our heads. So if you're gonna do a survey now about racism, do you really think that white people are gonna honestly answer and be equipped enough to understand how racism works when mm. they don't when they don't suffer from they it get, yeah i think yeah. It's, you're right patrick is like the whole not having to confront it so you've never <clears throat> so you're never going to really have your true thoughts regarding it so i think one of the questions or at least one of the um points that what's my man's name again which um the guy that had all the data points yeah, yeah. 
when he one of the um, statistics I think he used was regarding how um, people's opinions regarding whether or not their son or daughter had uh, a, a boyfriend or mm-hmm. a, a partner from a different ethnic background. Hundred mm-hmm. percent, yeah. In your head, you might be thinking, "Right, well, okay, if my daughter brought in a guy from a black guy, for instance." You, in your head you're thinking that's calm but then reality until that situation actually happens you mm-hmm. never really have to confront that and feel mm-hmm. like and assess whether or not you would be happy with that mm-hmm. so that's again like you said it's too subjective and it's too much based well people are naturally inclined to give their their kind of optimal um they know the right thing to correct say. exactly yeah. version of what they would do Basically, what I, I don't know I've, I don't agree with what you guys are saying at all because I don't think people I don't. I don't think people would find it a problem to say their real views. To be honest, I don't. Okay. I don't see why people would then police their views I don't for think a survey that, anonymously. No, I don't think it's I, that. Though. I think it's not like sorry, Gun. Yeah, um, I I feel it's not that they're policing their views. Is that they have convinced themselves mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. they're not racist. That's like right. a lot of the time when you talk to when you talk to people that have exhibited racism, they'll tell you, "I'm not racist. I got I'm black not. friends." Then even like stuff like like the amount of times that we've had like discussions with you know white liberals that think that, you know, they haven't got a racist bone in their body. Like, stop yourself right there. Stop right now. Don't don't ever fix your lips and say to me that, you know, you've, you've never um, entertained racist thoughts. I think a lot of the time, the issue is also like the way that we, we describe um, uh, perpetrators of racism, we label them racist. Like, and this is where I feel like people can kind of sort of like hopscotch around the issue and be like, I am not a racist because this is what a racist does. No, mm. <laughs> you may not be a racist in your mind, but you have exhibited racist behavior. Mm. And yeah. that's what you need to address. So um, yeah, a lot of the time people, they, they, they've convinced themselves that they're not racist. Why? Because, you know, I, I, I you know, I do this and I do that. Okay, but mm. you, like if, so if black people struggle with their own anti-blackness, which we do because we've been, being conditioned by this very society to to to, to mm. you know be susceptible to anti-blackness, how much more likely then is it that a lot of white people will entertain racist views? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's and it's not like you are a bad person because you're a racist, but yeah, you yeah. need to self-examine often and I, understand I guess, what mm. your implicit biases, mm. why they exist and why they're there. Mm. And that goes for any kind of oppression. I, I'm not I just give, like I'm not just here. I give an example of of um, someone not being racist but doing something which can be perceived as racist. So I, I had, um, I was out the other week um, with some friends, some white friends, and we were talking about, um, uh, talking about this podcast actually. Just um, ask me, how's it going? Da, 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 and talking about some of the stuff we've spoken about. And um, then we started talking about race and the issue of identity, race, that kind of stuff. Just things we've, we've often spoken about before. And I took, I was, I was, you know, I, I spoke about examples of like the M word. I personally, I've said before, I don't like to use it. Doesn't mean I haven't not used it. I personally just don't like to use it. Doesn't mean I won't not use it. But anyway, so I was talking about this and this and this. And then I was just talking about the time um, that I and other people I know have been thrown that word at them before. And then the person goes and, and says, ah, and the person says, ah, you nigger. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was like, where did I find it so this... funny how up to this point you said the N word. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I just, just, for, just for effect. <laughs> okay, I was just, no, that's I how the conversation it, went. <laughs> I just said that, and I was just, I was just like, I, I was just stopped. I was like, I don't understand where this has come from. I'm trying to explain 
Why mm-hmm. one, I don't like to use it. Mm. Two times it's been used on me and you're just, I don't understand. Like, And so the person that said, I, I wouldn't say the person's racist at all, but that's definitely an example of time doing something which, because I've, I've made it very clear. I don't mm. like it. I think mm. it's racist. And you, mm. you still you still proceed to go and say it. And I'm just like- Is that someone you consider as liberal? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I know, I know that group. I know like their political views and stuff like mm. that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they, they do have quote liberal unquote views. But I was just like, this is mad. Now mm. I wouldn't say they're racist, but I was like, that is very wild. But and I, I think the issue is this: is like we need to get away from this thing of people just fall into one category. Like you are a racist, because then it's very easy to like sort of it, it becomes like a challenge to their character rather yeah, yeah, yeah. than actually them examining aspects of their behavior that have been conditioned by the society. It isn't binary. It, exactly. It, like, it isn't binary. It isn't, I, you are racist or you're not. They, I mm. mean, I, I think there's a, there's, it's almost like in a lot of things in life, there is this spectrum kind of thing of, um, you obviously have people that are outright, every kind of ism and schism, <laughs> they, they fall into that box. Mm. Okay. You have people who, are less so, but it's like we all, in some way, shape, or size, have some prejudices. And when it comes to race, some people have more more prejudices than others. Mm. Um, but to, to back to that guy's point about is Britain the least racist country in Europe? Mm. I personally think he is true. It, what he's saying makes a lot of sense, and the reason why I think that is let me land. Let me land this. I need to land. No, properly. Go, yeah, go, so because okay. I, because I think of the amount of um, like people that have come in from such a, a it was what from the 50s 60s even earlier but kind of in, in size mm. 50s 60s onwards people have got used to seeing um uh people have got used to seeing people who aren't white and furthermore aren't white that have immigrated from places like europe because mm. yeah anyway mm. um and so i think people have got kind of used to it some people in like it mm. and especially in like the bigger cities as well mm-hmm. um but I only think that statement kind of qualifies for the big cities and mm-hmm. only qualifies for a certain amount of people. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and the reason why I say that is because I think if you look at the way um, black people are treated in Paris, like scum, even though they they may have been born there or they may have come there from a young age, look at man like young Pogba that's gone and won the World Cup, um, for example, the way he gets treated by the, the British press here, the way he was probably treated <laughs> as a young, we understand, yeah? <laughs> Even though the man has done bits for France, you understand, you know, so they talk about all the time or like if you look at um, the first um, black <coughs> player to play for Germany was a man named Gerald Asamoah. Mm-hmm. Man said he was, the guy used to be bullied until until all of a sudden people are like, oh no, you're a big guy. You're now German all of a sudden. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We even talked about Lewis Hamilton earlier on. Mm. Not saying he experienced racism, but the guy isn't given as much accolades as he deserves. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, By the way, he, he, ah, Thank quickly about him, like just so everyone on the podcast knows, you know, he is the most successful British driver in F1, and not like literally nobody's talking about yeah, it. I mean, people, are, people, he did bits again this week. Yeah, he, he got his eightieth pole Eight, in, yeah. in uh, Suzuka, probably win it as well. But um, the the main point about this mm. is, I can understand where that guy is coming from. What he said on Question Time, in the sense that. I'm assuming he lives in London. It was held in London. I'm assuming he lives in London. I'm assuming he's got used to seeing black faces and things like that. Mm. And he's saying, look, Britain is a, a place of tolerance. Duh, 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 duh. And I'm mm. like, okay, fine. I can understand all of that. Mm. However, and it mm. was a massive however. One, mm. I only think it applies, that kind of logic can one really only apply in the, in big cities. If you go out to the sticks, mm. places that are deep and dark blue or, or purple even, whatever, mm. you know, 
it's going to be a very different attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember going to see my um, my grandma, my dad's mum in Dorset. And as a young man, I used to get bare people look at me and I never understood why. Because obviously you're a kid, you don't understand. As you get older, you're like, right, I actually understand now. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm with a white a white nan or with my white dad and here's me. And I just stick out like a sore thumb. Bare people are just looking at me. And obviously, I mean, some people are giving dirty looks. Some people are just looking, it's a bit weird. The same looks that when people are in swell relationships, mm. particularly yeah, that are two very distinct, different colors, they look and they say, oh, right. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But the point being is that one, it only it probably only applies to, to London anyway. Two, I don't think the rest of the country is generally reflective of the views that happens in London. London is this kind of weird, different bubble anyway. Mm. And more importantly, just because, and coming back to what you said earlier, Pat Enquake and Amber, I was like, look, just because um, the, the issue has been mitigated doesn't mean that we shouldn't address it. Mm-hmm. Just you understand this, the fact that, listen, um, and I understand why that girl was like, you can't talk, you're a white person. Because it's true, he probably hasn't experienced racism. Probably, probably hasn't. He might have experienced some form of prejudice in some other some other shape, size and form, but he probably hasn't People experienced racism. People would say racism. that he experienced racism right there in the BBC Question Time studio, but because, you know, <laughs> nonsense. I mean, yeah, oh, I mean, look. I beg. I mean, yeah, I don't even want to even adjust that one, but it's like, look, it's just, it's it's it, it was, it's almost like, what are you trying to say by saying this about yep. how great mm. our country is because of mm. the fact that racism is reduced? It's like, well, how would you fucking know? Do you know what I mean? Mm. That was honestly, mm. I was like, it doesn't make any it's, sense. It's a, it's a moot point, to be honest. And it's just, frankly, it's, it's just used to derail. Like I had something similar happen to me recently. I was discussing um, the British Empire and um, the person <laughs> I was talking to about it um, was telling me, well, you know, the British Empire, I mean, it happened. Um, but you know, if it wasn't if it wasn't the British, then it would have been the Spanish or the Portuguese, and it's like that's not the well, that point. Is, that's not the point at all. Um, and again, like what by saying that, what are you doing apart from absolving the British Empire from accountability? People love to use counterfactuals when they talk about this thing. Oh mm. no, but um, you know, it's it's the least of this, or it didn't mm. happen this yeah. way, or it did. But it's like okay, guess what? You're saying what didn't happen, but yeah. this is what has happened. Yeah. This mm. is the way our parents and grandparents have been treated. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine, things have come. And when you, to your point, when you started off, and I was saying, do we need to recognize that we have made some distance? I think, yes, we do need to recognize that some distance has been made. However, no, 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 there's a, there's, there is a long way to go. But in order, someone said, in order to, to have a su- su- successful future, you need to recognize where you come from in the past. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? You have I to just recognize don't feel that, like that I, some small I, steps have been made. Yeah, I just don't feel like the... Uh, the what's the word like the the people that drive that that sort of patting on the back should be white people. It's not it's not their place to do that. It's not their place to tell us that we should be grateful for what we have. How dare you? How dare you tell tell someone that's, who's who experiences racism on a daily basis that yes, but you know it's a lot worse in other countries. So you should be grateful. No, how dare you? Like you're you're just anyway. Mm, okay, um, so obviously it sounds like. People at YouTube, in particular, are pissed off about this, right? But there's one thing. One thing that um, I guess people don't talk about enough, and it's the reaction. So when the girl mm-hmm. shouted the guy down, I know mm-hmm. you're going with this. Um, she was quite angry mm-hmm. in the way that she expressed herself. Of course. And often, when um, when it comes to 
us calling out racism, mm. people call it out in quite an angry and, and a, like quite an aggressive manner. Mm-hmm. And people will say that actually that's not a good way to make your point. <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Because that's a joke thing, man. You can't, you can't go and police someone <sighs> how they should react to something that they're suffering from. Like naturally something that you've experienced, which has been negative and you've seen it happen to other people is an emotional topic. Mm. So when you then go on to try to educate someone about it, especially when you know that they are not necessarily really taking your your um, your view um, seriously, you're gonna there's gonna be a, you, the way you deliver that message is gonna be emotionally charged, and it's not up to us to try to really hold back mm. on how we want to express ourselves in order to make mm. other people feel comfortable. Of course, in an ideal world, you can kind of suppress that and, and come with like a really logical, very controlled um, way in which to say these points. But in reality is we are humans. We are emotional people. So like we're going to react in certain, we're going to express ourselves in certain ways. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's unrealistic and but you know what, disrespectful though, yeah. for you to, to try and say, oh no, you can't, the, the you, you have is, to say, you have to make your point in a certain way for it to be respected and for it to be valid. No, I, I hear, I definitely hear that. Um, however, I got I got two points to to say. It's not a rebuttal as such, but it's just like something I've observed, I guess, over over the years, and also watching Question Time. That kind of Question Time bubble, yeah. If you so much as raise your voice in certain in certain chambers, including in Question Time, if you so much as raise your voice, you look so unintelligent, even though you might be saying the most valid mm. thing. I don't know agree. I, mean? I don't agree, man. No, seriously. Like, to, I don't. When someone, I, when someone, I feel when like it's different rules to different people. When someone sparks up, they're going to be like, oh no, you need to pipe down. You're just mm. doing it out of emotion, not pure. You can come up no. with facts, but if you do it in a loud way, they're going to say this. I, also, I'm, I'll just make this other point as well. Because mm. I think if you, if you, if you, if you want to lash out, that's fine. You lash out. You you feel a certain you feel a certain way. I'm not mm. saying don't do it. I'm just saying in that chamber, that's how you have to. Mm. There in order to conduct yourself and get your point across, mm-hmm. it's almost like you almost have to do that, which I think is bullshit. But and another another thing, this comes back to as I was um, listening to natives. Um, some of us here are reading it. Some of us are using an audiobook. I'm using an audiobook. There's a bit where Carlo talks about when people have these debates, right? And someone tries to make these kind of moot points as the guy did. More time we are likely to go and tell someone to, and as he said, want to tell them to fuck off. However, generally, it's almost like required for you to have these kind of debates and discussions to have to res- respond in a calm way. To mm. go and actually appeal to what the person has said, mm. that person's level of ignorance, you have to talk to them on, a level, on their level. Because if someone doesn't understand, mm. if, some, if, 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 some, if, someone, if someone calls me the N-word out of ignorance, um, or oh, I suspect that's ignorance or and not malice because you don't know what anyone's intention is. Mm. If I say, no, fuck you, da, 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 it might not help anything. But if they're coming from a place of, of ignorance and not understanding, they can't do them things. And I say very calmly, look, this is there's a reason why we don't say these things. They might go and learn something. And I understand it's different strokes with different folks, mm. but I leave it there. Go on, please. Three things that I have to say in response to that. Number one, I feel like it's definitely, there's different rules um, in these spaces. Um, when it comes to who can raise their voice and who can, you know, um, yeah, who can raise their voice essentially. And I think a lot of the time it's to, it's based on class, race, and gender. Um, so uh, white upper class middle, uh, white upper middle class man can shout on question time. Um, his accent 
proportionless of his accent affords him to sound still intelligent whilst his voice is raised. Because um, I've seen it happen loads. These MPs, they shout at each other. I've seen it many times. In houses, houses of Parliament and House of Commons, they shout at each other all the time. Yeah, but the house but, is a different chamber. Though. I understand. Yeah, no, no, but you're right. But it's but a different I understand. chamber, right? It's, but the, it, okay, it's a different chamber. But my point is, when you are white, upper middle class and a male, when you raise your voice, it's not seen as losing oh, your temper. Of course it isn't. I agree. It's passionate. That's number one. I agree. I agree with that. Number two, this hijabi lady, I fully, I, I mean, we all in this room understand why she had, why she raised her voice. Because yeah, we've, we've all been there when it comes to people um, trivializing racism on our experiences. But just imagine what she probably has gone through, in the, especially in the last like eight to 10 years. Mm. We've had things like, Punch a hijabi day. Do you remember that recently? Mm -hmm. I think that was last year. Mm. We've had instances of um, women wearing hijab, being their hijab is being hijab being dragged off their heads. We've seen um, women wearing hijab being pushed onto train tracks. Like mm. because of what they're wearing, it's like it amplifies their who they are as as, as Muslim women even more. Mm. So she imagine like you're you're a woman already. Women day to day, when it, when they come to like, when it comes to walking in public, yeah, yeah, they have to be very wary about you know, like how dangerous it can be. How much more therefore it is for a woman that is markedly a Muslim woman to be walking around, and then you have this, and then you have this guy saying, oh yeah, but it's not as bad as the rest of Europe. I can like when when he said that and she fled up, I was like, just let him, let him have it, let the chopper sing, because how dare he? Okay, so that was number two. Third point. Um, what was the last thing that you were saying, Tom? Because I, I can't remember I now. I remember, bruv. Um, <laughs> maybe it'll come back to me. But yeah, when it when it comes to reactions, it's very easy. Oh no, I was talking about the, sometimes like you can educate someone depending on the... Yeah, okay. Yeah, that yeah. was... Okay, now yeah. I remember my last point. Yeah, and yeah. finally, this thing about they don't know. They're just ignorant. Right, this guy that brought this up, right? Whether on a... Con on a conscious level he understood um or not why his thing was wrong like whether whether it was subconscious ignorance or not deep down these people know like deep down if you were to unpack what he said or use an anecdote to mirror what he said i may be using a different form of oppression to unpack what he said he'd understand in a heartbeat the that what is, he said I was nonsense I don't, the thing is though i don't actually think he understands because no because this is what you were saying earlier right if you are old, male, pale, and stale, even if you're young and any of those other three categories, right? But listen, if 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 you're white, middle, upper class, da, 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 there are a lot of things in this life you will be oblivious to. A lot. No, but Tom, listen. A lot. Right, let's say, let's say that we this this discussion now was about anti-Semitism, right? And somebody was saying, like, okay, like we know, we know how like everybody's being accusing members Corbyn, of the Labour yeah, Party of yeah, anti-Semitism. Yeah. That's a different discussion anyway. I'm not going to get into that. But imagine if somebody said in amongst a discussion about anti-Semitism that they were like, listen, yeah, it's not that deep. Do you know why? Because in wherever else, in, I don't know, wherever anti-Semitism is really bad, it's, it, it's, it's not as bad as over there. People be like, what are you talking about? Facts. Yeah, facts. What okay. are you talking okay. about? It's, it's so funny to me that suddenly when it comes to talking about black people, Suddenly, everybody's ignorant. People aren't that ignorant. What they are is obtuse. They know. <laughs> they I know. That's a better word still. <laughs> but, no. Okay, do you know what? Yeah. 
I have to. I have to accept your point. I have to, and I'm. I'm not. I'm not defending the guy. No, I'm just. I you know, I, I don't. I'm just saying. I. I think that he's so ignorant. Probably isn't the right word. I just think he's so. He's so blind. His privilege blinds him. Yes, he's, but he's that blind. But that doesn't mean. That and it doesn't make it right. Though. Yeah, and it and it doesn't mean that he shouldn't be ridiculed for it and mm. shouted down. And actually, mm. the the thing that I, I don't. I don't think the 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 Muslim woman initially lost her shit when she heard what the guy said. She lost her shit when there was someone else, things like some white lady in the background that told her to calm down. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know Kathy Burkis. She's like this kind of, um, she's like this really cool actress. She did a film called Neil by Mouth with Ray Winstone and stuff. And she was, I think she's like from like Barra, Bermondsey, them kind of sides, um, like kind of working class actor and stuff. And she's like, if you tell someone that to calm down, that's going to be a fucking great idea. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, that was what caused her to lose her shit. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's that kind of, that's as that is that's that's added fuel to the fire. Privilege can make so yeah, blase like, about like. Do you know what I mean? And, and to me, that was that was what bothered me more than anything else. Course. It wasn't even when that when that guy said that I was like, okay, you're just foolish. You're blind. Privilege makes you blind. It was when the 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 I suspect it was a white woman, but someone said you need to calm down, and it was like, but why are you telling someone to go and calm down again? You're trying to you're trying to deflect this situation. Mm-hmm. I said, no, no, calm down. It don't matter. How the fuck do you know it doesn't matter? Do you know what I mean? He's made a point. She probably agrees with him and says, Oh no, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this white liberal lady. Da, 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 da. It doesn't matter. Mm. And, this, and that's the thing that annoys me about liberals a lot is that um liberals often, um, when it comes to the issue of race, can be so blind to this, oh no, racism doesn't exist, or we've we've improved racism in such a way we don't need to talk about it more. And this is why at least people on the hard right here, as much as as much as they have their at least they stick with their views. Like you're you're pagan, you're pagan, that's it. You know where they stand. <laughs> with, uh, with someone that's a, a, a real mm, sort of mm, mm. a kind of hard, you know, number 88, Mr. Whatever, so and so, you know where they liberals you know, the the kind of snowflake mm-hmm. kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that and that's that's the thing that oh no, it's well, you know, it's it's we've we've done a lot with 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 racism and, and we're running this great program about um anti um um, uh, conscious bias, whatever the fuck it is, mm. and it's just it, it, it really um, grinds my gears to be honest. Mm. Um, Ronaldo, yeah, sorry, <clears throat> we still haven't really addressed what well, Tom is a little bit whether or not we actually agree with that point. Do we actually feel like it is no, less I, racist here not, than I'm it is in other countries? Yeah. And to be honest, I think it's quite a hard question to tackle yeah. because what is the measure exactly, and is it rel- and is relative to who? Mm-hmm. So. A lot of times, I think the way in which in the UK we talk about racism, it's in comparison to the States. Mm-hmm. So there'll be the idea that, for instance, when there's the um, a lot of the police brutality and the killings of um, unarmed black males in America, the way in which the UK media will talk about those issues... Or they don't here. <laughs> say that again, sorry? Or, or, or the fact that they don't talk about any of the mm. stories here. Okay, yeah, you know. as well as that. But even when it is covered, is 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 without any acknowledgement of the fact that there is police brutality in the UK as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, it's been mentioned multiple times now, the whole culture of patting ourselves on the back because we feel like we've improved or we're not as bad mm-hmm. as somewhere else. And we also forget the fact that, historically at least, Britain has really exported racism to a lot of other places mm-hmm. it's had a huge the british empire <laughs> has had a huge impact on that scientific Real, racism has railways had a, and racism man exactly so even yeah the fact that people like you mentioned patrick would say like we'll try and argue the fact that the british empire wasn't that bad 
people in high positions and people that are deemed um, successful within the fields of history and what have you are given that platform to say that kind of thing and it's seen as a valid argument to make. Mm. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So even things like scientific racism, if you think historically the, the, the so-called scientists that came up with all these theories of mm -hmm. trying to explain why black people and other um, ethnic groups are less, they're inferior, um, yeah. they're inferior to, to um, white people. Mm. That's something that hasn't completely been removed. That's still in the psyche of society, yep. I believe. And when it, that's the reason why it is so insidious here. Whereas in America, at least they've had to come to terms with things such as slavery. Like you're not going to have someone outwardly saying slavery was fine or slavery was good. They've at least acknowledged it. So when you find, and this is something that comes up a lot. Kanye West, uh, Okay, okay. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's the odd case of like Kanye one West, idiot, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I used to love Kanye. I'm so sad after cancel, man. Because yeah. I gave him mad chances. I watched every interview yeah. like, you know what? That did it. No, yeah, I maybe like, you've been saying, oh, that is, did you watch the Charlemagne? Yeah, I was trying to defend, man. But mm, now it's like, nah, nah, I have to really just write him over. off now. Like, yeah. still, still wearing his Make America Great Again hat. Do you know what I mean? So, and trying mm. to come with these little explanations of why it's just, mm. yeah, it's been leaking out. But like, um, yeah, I feel like, in America, and a lot of people say it, there's like people that have gone on to like work in America, like comedians. There's a guy, mm. J um, Jamali Maddox. Mm. And then, oh, what's that lady? Gina. Um, yeah, sure, sure. yeah, she's gone there and said how she prefers it there because at least when people are racist there, they're overt with it. It's not this having to second guess whether or not mm. they you know are what? being racist. Yeah. Um, mm. And in, mm. in a way, at least you're comfortable in the fact like, okay, I know where I stand here. Mm. Um, mm. But the reality is racism is different. It's, it's yep. very contextual. It's based yep. on the historical relationship you've yeah, had yeah, with yeah. people from different groups. Yeah. And because, um, for instance, slavery wasn't on the doorstep of people in Britain, even though they participated mm. heavily in it, um, it gives them the ability to then feel like, okay, we, we're not that bad because it wasn't on mm. our doorstep. Mm -hmm. um, whereas in America, is, is you can't hide the fact that it yep. did happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think... I think um, that gives us some level of complacency where you feel like, okay, yeah, it's, it's, it's not that 100%. bad deal. Another thing I would say is, um, hmm. like you said, um, how, how do you how do you measure like racism? Um, and they're like, it's not it's not a perfect science. Unfortunately, you can't. Um, but I think the wrong place to start is asking people, essentially, do you hold racist views? I think that's hmm. that's wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. from the start. <laughs> I think that's. Just I like think it, when yeah. it comes to like, so one thing that I suggested because I tweeted this in response to what that guy um, was saying, Tom Hard Howard was saying was, um, instead of asking people whether they're bigoted or not, you should ask the people that should the groups that traditionally suffer from racism and oppression how about their experiences, and from there that's how you get a, a slightly better measure at least of whether things have improved. Um, but for me in this country, um, we've been talking about how racism manifests here. Like racism, people ask me like, because I lived in Brazil for a while and then people ask me like, you know, what's it like there? Is it more or less racist there? And I struggled with that for a long time. I fluctuated. I was like, is it more racist or less racist? And then one day it just dawned on me that you can't, you can't quantify it. The mm -hmm. only thing that you can say is that racism is there and it just manifests itself differently. And I think the way that it manifests itself in the UK is such that because it's so insidious, what we don't actually, um, we fail to recognize is we we live with racism. We live in a in a kind of a fog of racism all the time, right? It's not it's not obvious. It's often like sub like it's it's below. Mm. You have to read between the lines or whatever. It's is obviously it's very British in its in its manifestation, right? And the way that I feel that we in the black community 
suffer from it and it's visible is is how we actually have to deal with this on a daily basis and how this affects our mental health. So in the UK, um, black people actually, we, I, I don't know the exact statistics, but we suffer um, from poor mental health mm-hmm. much more than white people. And I don't know how it compares with other um, non-white groups. Um, but this is the kind of thing that like, this people don't make these obvious connections that, you know, because um, black people have to deal with racism on a daily basis, they're more likely to suffer. I'm not saying it's just purely down to racism. Mm. There's a lot of other things that contribute to to our, our poor mental health, but racism is obviously a very, very integral part of it. So when it comes to like, you know, th- th- for me, what I'm trying to say is there, 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 there is a way to measure racism, even though it's an it's not an exact science. It's not going to be exact, but the way that we're doing it right now is like these statistics, data and whatever else and asking people whether they harbor racist views. That's obviously like, that is nowhere near where where you need to be, what we need to be looking at. And and the thing is, people in this country are intelligent. Like, you know, people like- Selectively. This is the thing. So we understand how um, there are after effects of traumatic experiences. Mm -hmm. We understand that it will have an effect on mental health. So what we need to actually start looking at is, you know, the, the like the facts and figures when it comes to mental health and look for the correlations that it may have with exactly. our lived experiences. Yeah, yeah. But people are just not that because for me, I feel like because it's black people, it's like, oh, we don't really care. And yeah, we're not, we're, we're not going to be nuanced enough to actually look at what we're going to do is just ask people, do you harbor racist views? No, I don't. Okay. We're not a racist society no more. Yeah. No, I don't. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, no. I mean, yeah, but no, in the sense that no, like we are still very much in a racist society. Mm-hmm. It's just people have learned. Um, people have learned over time how to code it, how to place structural barriers such that certain groups do not succeed uh, more than others. Mm. Um, God help it if you have more than. X amount of black people in uh in, in a workspace or something. God God help the company. Do you know what I mean? That's the kind of opinion that they have. Um I don't know who they are, but actually they they and the problem is when I'm talking about they, there are it's so hard to identify who they are in the UK. I'm not talking about and, and people who have kind of racist views but have learned into kind of just weave and to mitigate behave normally in society not mitigate still have it there still harbor it there mm. still know how to deal with it but just never um unveil it mm. so um um in black Klansman, um the, i can't remember david duke the grand wizard of the kkk mm. there was a scene where he was talking about the fact that there is a point in time that for the kkk to succeed mm. in order to succeed they would have to place someone in washington um However, the person could not have extreme racist views, i.e. wearing confederate confederate flags and stuff like mm, that. Mm. They'd have to be like, yo, so how do you do it? Well, you work with someone who, I don't know, whose dad was a, you know, a realtor and had links with the KKK and you kind of raise them up and da 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 and look mm. who we have in the White House now, for example. Mm. Um, and that's kind of how it is, it's covert. Mm. Britain is, I think Britain is better at the whole co- covert thing than... Um, um, in America, for example, if you watch like a, a lot of NASCAR, they got Confederate flags all over the shop because mm. it's a very southern sport and stuff like that and, mm. and stuff. But it's very covert here. Mm. It's very much. Um, and, and and another thing that bothers me about this place, and perhaps that's why that guy in Question Time said uh, what he said about it's the least racist place, is because 
often, if you want to deflate, de- de- deflect or deflate the race argument, you then just talk about class. As you know, race isn't the issue, it's the class and da, 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 da. And people love to put in these intersections. Mm. I used to, when I was a lot younger, buy that argument. But as I get older, bullshit. Mm. Complete load of bullshit. Mm. Because at the end of the day, uh, uh, a person who's black and who's white and are both of work, working class backgrounds, different. Mm. Like they will get treated very differently in schools. They'll get treated differently in the workplace. They'll get treated differently. Mm. And that even goes up. Even when you get like, I don't, I don't know if there are any people that are like black upper class. I know you get some people in the aristocracy who who are black, um, but even they'll probably get treated differently. Do you know of what course. I mean? You can't they'll go to anywhere. functions yeah. when people will look at them, they're different. Like, mm. how are you here? Did it, you, you understand what I'm saying? Mm. I've, 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 I've gone to... And here's another thing as well. It's it's the it's the coding of of of, of it as well. There's a code to it. It isn't um, oh I'm racist or it isn't you can't do this. Is oh sorry you have an attitude problem. Mm-hmm. This is what I was about the yeah. talking out thing. Yeah. You say yeah, yeah. you have an attitude problem. Mm-hmm. You're this and this and this. Mm-hmm. You're too loud, even though mm-hmm. you might not be loud. Oh, mm-hmm. I sp- in school I spotted him. I the black the black boy or I spotted her the black girl doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching a video or something. I think it was a candid conversations actually, which like you featured in. And I think I, I don't know if there was a there was a, a girl that was saying how um in school someone asked her about how school was, and she said, "Yeah, the teachers always used to spot me, and I happen to be only one of the black ones there." Now, whether you can actually see her first, or you know, or, mm. or it was a case of I chose to see her first. Mm. I don't know, but mm. it's that kind of code. So I, I'm actually thinking about <laughs> the question: Is it a it isn't as simple. And I'd say optically, perhaps it does look like that Britain way, at is, least, the ra- yeah. is the least racist. Optically, I think it's hard to 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 debate, to, to kind of debate that. But I think you almost, I think you guys have kind of opened me up to this. Mm. Because I've been th- I've been listening to what you guys have been saying. It's it's beyond what the optics looks like. Because everybody's optics are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if 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 you're in this 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 kind of echo chamber. Where it's like everything is okay, racism is getting better. Da, 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 da. Of course, you're gonna say it's much better than what we see in Italy and Spain when you got migrants coming in and people treat them like animals. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I, I was in Italy last year, and I was at the airport. The way the feds came and just spoke to me like I was an animal, like anything, which I know probably wouldn't happen if I was at Heathrow or something. Mm-hmm. If I was on the road by the Met, that might be a different story. But in in Heath, it probably wouldn't happen at Heathrow. They approached me in a different way. My call my was just like, yo, passport, where mm-hmm. you going? What you doing? Mm-hmm. Treat me like an animal. Mm-hmm. And the irony thing is when I spoke to someone about it, it was like, yeah, but they got a migrant issue going on. And I was like, fuck you. And I was like, fuck you. Just because something is going on doesn't mean you treat me like I'm a fucking animal. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I've been stopped and searched by the police a couple of times. And at times it's happened, sometimes it's been shit, sometimes it's been okay. Sometimes the officers have been giving me bullshit. And sometimes I've been like, look, gonna be very honest, stop and search, quote, quote, da, 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 da. it's happened. Mm. Um, and it's 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 the, the optics to everyone is different. Do you know what I mean? I'd say to to everyone, if you want to kind of get a feel what I'm talking about, go and watch. Um, Jamie used to have um, videos of when he'd get stopped and searched in a car. Oh yeah. And police officers would give a very different response. Sometimes yeah. some police officers would be like, mm, you know, da 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 da. But the the one that that I found kind of the one that pleased me the most, there was a guy who came up to him and said, "Look, I'm gonna cut the crap out. Very nice car, not a nice area." Just need to check. I'm sure you're okay. Da, 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 da. And then he actually asks him later on. It's like, hold on, are you Skepta's brother? Ah, oh, he's like, I've still got to check you anyway, but it's cool. Da, 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 you know, but it's it's. Mm. So the point, the point of everything I've said was, it's all down to optics. Someone yeah. who has, 
who's lived in London, who's seen a lot of um, black and brown and yellow and pink faces is going to say, oh, yeah, there's no such thing as racism because that's what they've seen. Mm. But it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, because we can't see the wind, but mm. we can, you know, but does it does it not mean the wind doesn't exist? Mm. Yeah. It's like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, to some people, there is no wind mm -hmm. in London. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, for example, you live in South, I live in East. The weather is different at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of how it is in the way people, I think, think about racism. Mm -hmm. So in his mind, he probably said, nah, I ain't. And optically, what the press give and what da 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 give and what this and this, it isn't that bad. Mm -hmm. But just because it happens doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And I feel yeah. like when you're a black person in the society, you just feel constantly gaslighted. Like, and that is, it's really that, it's damaging for your health. Like you're constantly told that it's, it's you're basically, you are making things up. You're imagining it all. Um, and that's why I feel like for someone to say that it's the least racist country in Europe, it's kind of like, the racism that we get here, it's like a silent one. Like it's, it's one that actually messes with your head rather than the fist in the boot. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, mm. and I don't know, this is why I always, like what I said before, like it, racism is not better or worse here than somewhere else. It's just manifests itself differently. Mm. I can't tell you whether basically convincing somebody that they're crazy is better or worse than beating them with their, beating them with racism. Do you see mm. what I mean? Mm. Because both, both, both methods they, they're going to affect your health, whether it's your physical health or your mental health. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. So I th overall, I think it's a completely, it's a moot point to be like, it's the least racist country in, in, in Europe. Um, we need to, we need to address, you know, well, we know this already. I don't even need to say it, but we need to have discussions that are contextual to the racism that we experience in this country, not comparisons with other countries. Like, let them manage their own house. We need to fix our in-house. Because especially if the mm. UK prides itself on being, you know, one of the world's leading de democracies, it's one of the most progressive countries in, in the world. If you're so progressive, then why can't we talk about this then? Why do we have to say we're not as bad as everyone else? So, yeah, man, that's that's what I have to say. Bilal, man. Suck. I'm still here, man. <laughs> yeah. I haven't said a word. I know, why not? I think for me, the reason I haven't said that much is because I'm tired of talking about mm. this, mm. if I'm honest. I feel you, That's such a statement for you to say that, it, like, I feel like you said more than all of us put together by just saying that. <laughs> and like me sitting here listening to you lot, I'm like, why? Like, why are we still talking about this? Mm. Like, Bearing in mind, this was your idea to do this. It wasn't, no, it was you mine. said, no, it was Tom's Tom's mine. Okay, okay, okay. Mine. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't object to it because <laughs> I feel mine. like, I didn't object to having this conversation because yeah, yeah, yeah. unfortunately we still need to have this conversation. Yeah, but you you personally are tired. I'm personally tired. I understand, man. Um, yesterday I was talking to my boy Richie um, about this actually. Because, oh, Richie Brave. Yeah. Shout out. Literally, I, I, just said, I just said something sarcastic and quote tweeted the guy who did all the stats and evidence. Mm. You, and just, then, you, you said something sarcastic, Bill. That's really unlike you, isn't it? You said something sarcastic, you know. <laughs> I was mad. Um, but then... The guy himself from Question Time just found reason to come into my mentions. Mm. It's like, how the hell did you find this? Like, what are you? What You're are famous you famous now, man? Um, no, but he he was obviously searching. Yeah, of course, and man. found this. Mm. Uh, he jumps into my mentions, and I was like, you know what? I just don't have the mental energy to be arguing with you mm -hmm. because I I I work in a sector where I have to have those conversations all the time. Yeah. Um, and it is emotionally and mentally draining. Yeah. 
to constantly explain your existence and your lived experiences mm. to people who just don't care. Yeah. Mm. And ultimately, they have an agenda of whataboutery, have an agenda of trying to just change the subject and be like, yeah, but progress, progress, progress. So like if we focus on progress and not on the where we're going to, that's ridiculous. Mm. And I just got tired and I, like my mentions were started blowing up because of him. Mm. And then that guy, that's when I said, you know. Shout out, man. What's his name Ross again? Kennedy. Ross Shout Ken- out Ross you know Kennedy, what, Ross? man. <laughs> yeah, we Ross, talk about you a lot, actually, to be yeah. fair, Ross. If you're listening, Ross I'm Kennedy sure you're listening. is one of our listeners and I know you're listening. But Ross then jumped into my mentions and just, just took over. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ignore this for today and I'm just not going to say anything. But just to be clear on what Ross basically, he argued basically what yeah. Bilal would have argued. Like basically yes. Ross stepped in and just, just shout out Ross, man. I, like, yeah. Ross just Ross. stepped in and shouted, like basically just said what I would have said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for me personally, sitting here today, mm. I've been extremely quiet until right now because mm. I'm just fed up of this conversation. Word. Yeah, man. That's fair. I mean. <laughs> but yeah, flipping, um, I think... The good thing with what you guys mentioned about Ross, yeah. I think there needs to be more of that. More mm. Rosses. More yeah. Rosses. There needs to be more white people. I don't know his background other than mm. him being white. I don't know if he's middle class, working class, whatever. Mm. But there needs to be more white people making these arguments and teaching other white people that may have these prejudiced views or discriminatory views. Mm-hmm. Because it, like, like Bilal saying, there's something I've, I feel whenever we discuss things related to race, it's always like draining. Like after, he's like, oh, why are we touching on this again? This shouldn't. This isn't our yeah. labor. Mm. This is not what. This is not what we should be doing. Mm. We shouldn't have to educate people about mm. how they treat us. So like, mm. yeah, man, we need we need more guys. Like I think that's what that's what being truly. that's what being an ally is about. Um, in any kind of context, like in any context of oppression or whatever, like. To be an ally is not to look for cookies and pats on the back. Yeah. You, 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 you're about it because you're about it. Like, after Russ did what he did, he did like, he's not like he came to us and was like, yo, guys, this is like, I'm trying to do this thing for you. Like, he just did it. Like, <laughs> And that's what, to me, that's what we need because genuinely for people like me or anyone, to be honest, who's who ends up having to have these conversations a lot, um, it like to just do it over and over and over and over again mm. is tiring. And mm. to have someone else who looks like the person saying, but racism doesn't exist. To have someone else who looks at like that person saying, well, mm. here's the facts. Yeah, that's mm. it. It mm. just changes it a little bit. I want to just just say like what George actually texted me today. Cool. Because I, obviously this this podcast is sort of centered around that experience. Mm. Um, and so I asked George, I was like, bro, have you got anything to add? Because it's a discussion we're going to have. And he just said, I just want to know why people are so much more concerned with the scale of racism and the existence of it. What does that achieve? Should British victims of abuse be reminded of how lucky they are that they that we don't have a Brett Kavanaugh, which is what you were talking about mm. earlier on, Patrick? Mm. We probably do. But we That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thing. I just I just love the the question like, what does it achieve? Mm. And the derailment tactics. The point. It, it, that's that's what it is. It's just mm. a derailment. And if you are here, just trying to focus on the good stuff and not on the actual problems. Mm. It's because you're scared of what that says about you, mm, mm. to be honest, and how complicit you are mm-hmm. in upholding racism mm-hmm. by not challenging it. Mm-hmm. If all you're doing is saying, oh, well, we're growing, we're getting better, then what you're doing is denying the existence of real everyday experiences that happen to mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm tired. Yeah. 
It's a good place to end it. Cool. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> wow. Um, if you've been listening in and you are also tired or you're just riled up like Tom or Patrick. I was riled up today, man. <laughs> I was tired before I came here, but suddenly, man, <laughs> I was energized. Um, oh, man, then, yeah, man. <laughs> just, just let us know. Get in touch on all the socials. At OTB Podcast UK. Send us an email. We are free for bookings. We are free for talks. We're just free to chat. Um, OTB Podcast UK at gmail.com. And always, always tweet us. Hashtag OTB Chats. We'll be sick to talk to you all. And um, yeah, look forward to the next podcast. Yeah, man. Love you guys. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from them. <laughs> what are you doing, yeah, Ronnie Corbett, yeah, you know the, the two Ronnies. Yeah, that's I was watching what that. Yeah, I was just was watching it the other day. Oh, <laughs> just, just, just <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even catch the reference, you know. <laughs> but yeah, listeners, man, we, we we love you guys. Like, um, yeah, yeah thank, thank you for the support. Thank you. Yeah, man. Um, yeah.